Hello and welcome to Kiss Reopen, the number one Detective Conan rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Treese, and joining me, as always, is the high bearer to my Mitsuhiko, Colleen. Hi. <laughs> See, you even said, you said your, your name. Hi. <laughs> there. Uh, we're getting off to a great start here. <laughs> Baka. <laughs> Colleen. Um, so we're talking about episode 213 of the anime. <laughs> Like yes, that, huh? I noticed that. Good um, job. <laughs> mushrooms, bears, and the Detective Boys. Oh my! This originally aired November thirteenth, two thousand, and Conan's hint was Matsutake mushroom. If you want to learn too much <laughs> about Matsutake mushrooms, check out last week's episode. Yes, we went in depth. We sure did, because we had. I don't know. We had mushroom fever, you know? Yeah. We had so much to say about the Matsutake mushroom. Yeah, all I remembered when I went back to this episode to finish this up, all I remembered was, like, mushroom fun facts. I, I knew nothing about the case itself. Right? Like, um, who was the culprit? What's the mystery again? <laughs> so, okay. Remember... That, uh, okay, so I think going into it, didn't we think that Kiyoshi Asaka, the, like, hunter that was looking for his friend, was the most suspicious? Yeah, I, I thought so. He does not speak remember. a single word during the second part of the episode. <laughs> I, didn't it feel like they were going in one direction with Kiyoshi, and then they're just like, you know what, let's scrap that idea. Yeah, this episode went just completely different than, um how I was expecting it to go, but it was much more interesting for it. But I just found it so funny that, like, my main suspect and the guy I was waiting for, like, the big gotcha moment on doesn't even say a word this entire second episode. It was like they couldn't even get his voice out. The voice actor did his lines for the first episode, and he was like, I'm out. <laughs> this wasn't as good as I thought it was. Didn't pay as much. Like, okay, I guess we're changing our culprit now. So, part two begins with Mitsuhiko telling Hybera that they are down to their last chip. They were putting down chips so Conan and crew could uh, follow them. Potato chips. Potato chips. He then looks behind and Hybera has collapsed to the ground, revealing that she twisted her ankle earlier while trying to flee. Colleen, have you ever, have you ever uh, twisted your ankle? Um... Not that I can recall. Hmm. Like, at least it wasn't that bad. It was just sort of like when you, you know, when you jump up and then you kind of land not right on your foot. Like, one of those things, but I don't think it was actually twisted, per se. Okay. So, ever the foot fetishist, Mitsuhiko <laughs> takes off Hibera's sock and he's like, oh, it's so bruised. It's purple. It was really bad. Mitsuhiko then says, I'll treat it. And he has a towel and scissors with him. Dr. Mitsuhiko is in the office. Yeah, he does like this zigzag method and he turns the towel into this long bandage. And he wraps the ankle twice. And for the record, he was enjoying this a little too much. He was like, oh, we put it around here. Let me touch <laughs> that a little bit. And um, High Bear is very impressed because it's not often that Mitsuhiko knows how to do something. He like, knows how to, like, he knows a lot of facts about things, but they're not very practical. Yeah, and he's quite proud of it, and while he's like, oh, yeah, I knew it. See, I sprained my ankle once, and then Conan did this for me. Oh, darn. <laughs> and then old 
downer Mitsuhika is like, he knows everything. He's amazing. So much better than me. He's also a great leader. He knows all the cold bathroom spots. <laughs> I'm not even close to being like him. Yeah, there's God tier and then there's Conan tier. So true. Um, and Hibera calls Mitsuhika stupid and says that the most important thing is that he learned the knowledge and that he can now apply it. And she says, at this moment, you're my outstanding rescuer. And Mitsuhika's blushing. He's so happy. He then takes her by the arm and they walk side by side as they try to figure out a way to contact Conan and the others safely. Uh, what do you think about this blossoming uh, crush here of uh, Mitsuhiko and yourself? <laughs> uh, no. Um, it's these types of moments that make me think about, you know, when this series ends and Shinichi and Hybera go back to their regular ages like are they gonna still like hang out with the detective boys I, I mean Mitsuhiko's like little romance here kind of ends <laughs> really quickly so it's not like a multi-episode thing but it just makes me wonder like are they ever gonna like are they ever going to circle back and have Mitsuhiko be like oh yeah I had a crush on her but she's actually a lot older than me oh whatever like I don't know that that was sort of like the, th the first thing that came to mind it, it is kind of um cute that he all of a sudden has a thing for Hybera and then by the end of the episode it's sort of like <laughs> he's forgotten so the police get in contact with Agasa and tell him that they discovered a corpse that was covered with branch and leaves there was also a corpse of a cub buried nearby which was under a large boulder. They say the search is dangerous and that they should be uh, searching for the children, so just to leave it to them. Tomoya, who's like the brash hunter from earlier, comes nearby and Conan decides to hide the information, saying that they were called by those at the hotel who said that they saw two cubs nearby. Gasta then asks Conan why he hid the information, and Conan says that one of the hunters is actually the murderer, and that they're trying to kill Hibera and Mitsuhiko. However, Conan isn't sure which one it is yet, as they don't have enough clues. However, he says those two will tell him who the culprit is in a way that only they can understand. He's putting a lot of pressure on poor Mitsuhiko here. Oh, well, I figured... He was really talking about Hybera, like yeah. she would figure out a way to Because she's so him. smart and brilliant, Colleen. He believes in her. Don't you yeah, want to be the person so. that Ken believes in? Huh? huh as long huh? as I'm not Hybera, yes. <laughs> so Ayumi and Genta find seven mushrooms on a branch, and they show it to Conan. Gasa explains that the three mushrooms that are pierced through the branch are the Tengutake, the Matsutake, and the Shitake from top to bottom. Then on the ground are three Shimeji and one Hatsutake mushroom. What do you think about this mushroom and branch? It all seems like a bunch of nonsense <laughs> to me. It's, um, what are they called? Mm, what are those like things called? Like a kebab? Called? Yeah, thank you. Like a mushroom kebab. Um... 
I don't know. It was, it was pretty funny. It was kind of comical because the mushrooms themselves, I don't know, for whatever reason, animated mushrooms are always so much cuter. Oh, well, I guess in real life, like if you look at a mushroom, it's kind of, um, it has something, a quality to it that makes it funny looking. Um, yeah, I, I like, like later on when Agasa kind of tries to solve this, that was particularly funny. But yeah, it, it was an interesting little code. Um, I guess it's typical. Like, we should have expected a code somewhere in this episode because it is a Detective Boys episode and it's so fitting that it happens to be with mushrooms. We then see Hybera and Mitsuhiko watching in a nearby bush as they calm the cub, not to cry and make noise. This cub. So adorable. Best. He's he, the cutest little thing. I love all his reactions too. Like I didn't mention it, but when he was um, when Mitsuhiko was wrapping Hibera's ankle, like the cub was like looking back and forth. He was like really studying what Mitsuhiko was doing. It was so cute. I I just love this cub. Yeah, he's adorable. Um, Hibera is certain that Conan will figure out the message, but instead he throws it away and he says it's useless. And that the kids just like to push mushrooms. Uh, the comedic timing here is very good. Yeah, no, this is maybe Conan's best moment in the episode, like, comedy-wise. Um, it kind of reminds me of, um, although obviously this hap- this was done first, but um, the second, uh, gosh, what's... So the newest Star Wars trilogy, the second movie, where basically Luke throws away the lightsaber and he's like, whatever. Like... <laughs> We were expecting this huge big moment, and then Conan's like, yeah, never mind. This doesn't mean anything. I'm sure Disney took direct inspiration from this Conan episode. Oh, I I thoroughly believe so. Like, they watch this and like, we're going to put this in our movie. Conan then tells Agasa to stand back and takes out his watch dart as he knows who the culprit is. Conan's about to shoot it when Genta's like, what are you doing? Oh, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I was, like, aggravated. I was like, Genta, of all the times, not be in the way. Yeah, and then Ken's like, oh, there, there's a murderer. I'm going to stop them. And then Genta and Ayumi are like, a murderer? <laughs> and they're like, Conan, how do you know? Ken then does a big recap of all the info. And then suddenly, instead of just shooting off this dart, he presses down on his watch lid, and a stunned high bear is like, "What is he doing?" So he's not gonna—he's not gonna make this guy pass out. He has more respect for this murderer than Kogoro. I—I <laughs> I just thought that in my head, in the same like way that you phrased it. That was kind of creepy, but very impressive. Well, I am the Mitsuhiko to your high bear, so I've been stalking you for a very long time. Or you're just a mind reader. Let's go with that one instead. So Conan then speaks up and asks the murderer to stop playing tag and that he knows who the culprit is. He says that the seven mushrooms represent the seven of them. The three Shimaiji are the children, while the Hatsutake is the professor. Meanwhile, the final three that are pierced with the branch represent the ways that the guns are carried on the backs of the hunter with like the branch representing the direction of the gun was that was on each of them and Agasa's like ah must be the Tengutake mushroom 
As... Here comes Agatha adulting and it's like, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah, he says, that's the only poisonous mushroom of the bunch. But Conan says, well, that makes sense. The, uh, the hunter could probably figure that out. And thus, if he saw that, he could mess with it. And um, So it wouldn't make sense as a good code. Conan says, instead, it's the Matsutake, as that was the culprit that the kids were searching for during the trip. That means the murderer is none other than Saika Matasaburo. The old guy. So, I remembered that there was a big part of the episode that revolved around him. I didn't recall that he was the actual murderer. Like, yeah, I, I was, was very Kiyoshi. surprised. <laughs> I was very surprised. I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, did he? maybe he just killed the cub and then Conan's going to come back around and say the other guy killed the friend. So I was like thinking that was how it was going. So I was off again. <laughs> I really wanted Kiyoshi to be the murderer for some reason. Yeah, because he was just so... Um, so boring. Boring. <laughs> he's the type of character, he's like a red herring, but you want him to be it. So, um, yeah, goes to show you our sleuthing ab abilities. Karen tells Saika that the police have found the victim and that Saika fired at High Baron Mitsuhiko. Saika then pulls out his gun, and Agasa tells Conan to use the watch on him, but Conan notes that Saika is actually aiming at something else. He says Saika was never going to kill the kids, and the real reason he fired was because of the bear he's been hunting, Jubei. We then see the massive bear appear with the, the scarred face, missing an eye, and it starts walking down to Moya, and it, he gets his gun readied, and the bear just bats it away. It was such a badass moment. Yeah. Like, come on. Compared to a bear. <laughs> Jubei then faces Ginta, who runs away, and Saika fires in the air. He tells Ginta not to run away, or the bear will think of it as prey, and its instincts will kick in. He tells them to stare at her, and then slowly back away. See, we... You never know what you'll learn from Conan. Like, now we have practical advice to, if we come eye-to-eye -eye with a bear calling. Yeah, it's actually pretty helpful. So between this and Mitsuhiko's bandage trick that he learned from Conan, like, I feel all set to go into the yeah, deep woods. We're set to go hiking now. Yeah. Um, Saika asks if Jubei remembers him and tells her to calm her anger and they gather food prior to hibernation. He's like, oh, all the good spots will be taken, Jubei. What are you doing around here? You gotta get to sleep, girl. Aren't you sleepy? <laughs> she, did, she did not look like she was sleepy. She was angry. She was an angry mama bear looking for her baby. Yeah, he's begging her to hurry up and go. Uh, instead, it, roar, it roars, and Conan yells at Hibera, telling her to let the cub go. Hibera unleashes the cub, which turns out to be Jubei's son. She does so, and the cub comes to his mother, who then grooms the bear and calms him down. This is a, a sweet little moment. She was, like, licking the cub. It was, oh. it was so touching, and they were, like, purr not purring, whatever bears do. Yeah, <laughs> purring, huh? <laughs> yep, they were purring. <laughs> The classic bear 
<laughs> sound. Sound. Let's see what bear sounds are. A huff, like, chomp, woof, growl, or bark. A ball. Are you sure those are dar- dog sounds? Or squirrel or whimper. A mumble, hum, or purr. Ah, purr indicates contentment. Huh. They kind of do it all. We need more words in the English language. Uh, there, there's an iOS app called Bear Sounds where you can experience all the amazing ways that different bears communicate with all these cool bear sounds. Two reviews on iOS, four stars. Okay. Uh, um, the sounds are not no labeled. Th- They're just sound one, sound two, sound three. It's not the most useful, but I guess if you want bear sounds, uh, not much going on. Oh, some bad recent reviews in 2017. One stars. Does not work at all. Not a single sound. Imagine... <laughs> Maybe you turn on your volume. The only job of this app is to give bear sounds. Then you don't yeah, get the bear sounds. Yeah, that's some ASMR there. What a disappointment. It is free, though, so you're not losing anything except for maybe some of your data and information <laughs> if you download the bear sounds. So. I'm, I'm assuming that people are using this um, for recreation, like not to... Actually, attract Wait, bears. Okay, but okay. More like... I was like, what other way? Like, <laughs> like I'm just picturing someone. I... No, 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 no. I'm picturing someone like going into the woods and turning on this app to like try and attract a bear, which I don't think is a very smart idea. I will say that on the Yellowstone National Park website, they do have a sound library for grizzly bears. They have a minute thirty of vocalizations, fifty-four seconds of a roar. 13 seconds of a grizzly bear eating. Oh. Trying to break through <laughs> bones in a dead bison. Yeah, very cute, oh. right? <laughs> I'm picturing, like, eating oh. berries. Oh, here's I'm another eating. Like, uh, 10 G-version. seconds of a grizzly bear gorging on the innards of a bison carcass. Yeah, these aren't the, the cute little, like, um, hey, boo-boo. It's not a... Hey, yogi bear. Yeah, yogi bear. Or like the three little bears or any oh, well, this is depressing uh, this is the description for a grizzly bear eating which is a minute and five seconds during the spring thaw bison sometimes get stuck and drown in the newly melted out blacktail pond late one night in march 2015 a grizzly bear guarded and fed on a bison carcass there this is a recording of the grizzly eating snapping bones and all all right <laughs> okay so just like your question about you know this app has one job apparently there's some job out there where people are like setting up these audio systems around the forest and recording bears as they eat carcasses that's it's pretty cool pretty cool job where do i sign where do i get this job where do i apply um probably gotta talk the to park? the people at the yellowstone park i can become a ranger <laughs> a park ranger i will let you know that there is the north american bear center at the Northwoods Ecolo- uh, Ecology Hall, they have a newsletter for weekly bear news. That's pretty exciting. It's bear.org if you want to find out more on the North American Bear Center. They are located in Montana. Right, Eli, Montana. They're open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. <laughs> on most weekdays. So. We are not sponsored by them. No, but uh, we got some hot reviews here. Um, 
A said, five stars, this is the place to bring the family. We love watching the bears eat peanuts. That's a little more family friendly than the carcasses of the bison that drowned, you know? Yes. I'm just saying, 4.9 out of 5 rating on Facebook from 247 votes. The people have spoken. There you go. If you're in the area, check it out. Yeah, if you're ever in St. Louis County, Minnesota. Oh, sorry, it's Minnesota, not Montana. Oh, I didn't, sorry, Montana. I didn't know my, uh, I guess Montana is ML and Minnesota is MN. So apologize. The apologies. There you go. We're learning a lot. I'm learning tons. I'm yeah, like, so oh, but this is my next that's, vacation that's spot. Bear.org. They have live cams. You can just watch some bears right now. You don't even have to go to the park. You can just enjoy some webcams. I'm watching a bear. I don't even have to go outside. I can just watch live footage of wildlife and then find these apps with recordings of what they sound like. They've got the mound cam, Lucky's cam, Cabinden cam, off air. Tasha's cam is also off air. Tasha, what are you doing where the cam has to be turned off, huh? (laughs) This is a nice pond. There's no bears in there. Let's see what Lucky's doing. I'm not. I'm not having any luck with these <laughs> live cameras, but the, they are live. Oh, they have four ambassador bears: Ted, Lucky, Holly, and Tasha. So. Oh, so Tasha is one of them. Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna keep looking at this pond for the rest of today, as we finish <laughs> this podcast, and uh, maybe we'll see a bear. Yeah. You. You let us know, Tyler. All right. That'll be the goal. Um, so yeah, Kenan says the murdered hunter wanted to kill Juve, <laughs> and in trying to stop him, Psyche st- uh, shot the hunter. He then fired to get the kids to flee before the bear noticed him, and Kenan explains that on the tree beside where they found Mitsuhiko's badge, that there were bullet marks that were made back then. I really hope I see a bear during this, that would be very exciting. Yeah, you're getting it live. So, is it dark? Is it no, dark? no, it's, oh. uh, it's nice and bright out. Uh, you know, they, they moved the clocks back an hour, Colleen, so the daylight's extended. Really? <laughs> Did, do you not have daylight saving time in Australia? Or in Australia, in Canada! <laughs> we do! Okay. But it's dark right now. Yeah, but <laughs> Minnesota is like you it's know, a different time zone. Midwest. Yeah, they're probably what? What time is it where you are? Nine twenty. Okay, they're like two hours behind. The sun was still out at seven thirty, huh? Yes. Maybe not in Canada. I feel like you guys live in like a dark tundra. <laughs> in the summertime, uh, it's still out. Okay. It's like n- just setting now, so. Technically, if I went outside, it would probably not be that bad. So, a confused Tomoya asks what is wrong with trying to kill their ferocious beast when they're all hunters. And and why the man that wounded the bear's eye would be protecting it. Saika says that Jubei lost an eye due to his own fault. And that the bear exchanged one of its, one of her eyes, to save his life. It all happened 20 years ago during the early spring. It was still snowy out. 
and Saika fell down 10 meters and broke both of his legs. Very funny. I was going to say bad luck, but okay. Jubei then appeared before him, and uh, the man closed his eyes, thinking this bear was about to go to town like he was a bison carcass. Um, but instead, she wound up licking all of his wounds. He's like, oh. Like he was a peanut. She then slept next to him and used her black fur to keep him warm, protecting him from the cold. Quickly learned the bear was kind-hearted. Uh, kind-hearted. However, he awoke to a gunshot as a hunter shot Jubei in the eye, and he was rescued by these hunters who followed her footprints and thought she was trying to eat him. She'd just be nice. Yeah, why'd you have to go and... We always assume we always assume the worst about bears that they're always trying to steal the picnic baskets, you know. That's right, or the porridge or whatever. No, that was Goldilocks. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was stealing from the bears. They That's were. right. The bears were the victims in that one. <laughs> After the incident, he went into the mountain every day and made her go high into the mountain so that nobody would find her. He then spread the legend of a vicious bear so that people would become afraid of her. However, it backfired and then began attracting hunters. Tomoya says he feels bad for the murdered hunter as he was hunting the enemy, but it was attacked by somebody who's supposed to be his ally, another hunter. Saika says that bears aren't enemies and that he had to stop the rash hunter that wanted to hurt Jubei for no reason. Kenan explains that the hunter used a cheap trick using one of Jubei's own cubs. Saika elaborates on this and says that the man wanted to kill Jubei so badly that he killed her child and then hung its corpse up on a tree. Very, very depressing. Uh, they, they, they show like the, uh, like an image of it. It's a very sad situation. It is. An unforgivable. That guy, yeah, he's, he does not exist to me. And he doesn't, like, they, they, uh, I don't know if we got to this moment yet, but they show him, and he's like, has this big goofy smile, and I was like, stop smiling, you. Saika says, the way I see it, murdering a cub just to make its mother come out, I believe that man was actually the only beast that was ever here. Kenan says, an hour later, the police take away the old hunter, who looked back at Juve's mountain with sad, lonely eyes. He's never gonna see his bear again. I hope he does. Well, he murdered somebody. I mean, I... I don't know how... Maybe they'll take the circumstances into consideration. I, I mean, okay, like... He, he'll he get out of jail someday, and maybe it's gonna be like Jubei's son or grandchildren by then. They're both gonna be dead by then. He's not... I'm trying to think of a happy ending... So, after the ending song, Ken explains that he knew it was, uh, how he knew it was Saika, and that he wasn't trying to kill the kids after learning of the cup's grape. Genta asks why Ken didn't tell them earlier, and Ken says that Jubei would have been killed rather than reunited. Agasa asks how he knew the kids were with the cub, and Ken explains that there were cub footprints on a lot of the chips. Also, Ayumi would often turn around since she could tell that a bear was following them. How? I don't know. I don't know. She has a bear sense, you know? <laughs> Some girls have that. 
to talent. Yeah. Kevin says that Jubei was angry because her cub was killed. Psycho wanted to stop Jubei from attacking Hybera Mitsuhiko, who with the other cub. Hybera then says the old man was more worried about bears than other humans. And Mitsuhiko's like, but they were friends for 20 years. Why wouldn't he care about her? Can I see your foot again? I just want to make sure it's healing all right. <laughs> and can we stop by a bathroom? Preferably a women's bathroom. <laughs> very, very inconspicuous. The master. You know Mitsuhiko. However, High Bear says that when an animal lover goes this far, it's rather annoying. Thank you, High Bear. She's and that's being... why we are not the same person. No, no, just wait. Um, however, Ayumi is happy over this, that the mother bear is saved, and then Mitsuhiko agrees, and they start joyfully talking about the situation, and Hybera shows it was her master plan here to get Mitsuhiko back on the Ayumi train, and that she's not actually an animal hater, Colleen. She's just playing fucking 4D chess. Um, I didn't get that from her. What'd you take she away from this, She shows some then? sign of emotion. <laughs> she smiles here. She sees them having a ball. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to see in future episodes how she reacts to animals. I don't, like, I don't think she's an animal hater or anything. Huh. She's just being Hybera. <laughs> having to say something. Conan teases like her with a glance. And uh, that does it the episode colleen why don't you thank our lovely patreon supporters and then we'll uh put a bow on this give our final thoughts and uh, preview the next episode okay well special shout out to medium-sized jeffrey ryan self spencer young william lee and big chief mason thank you guys for your continued support hope that you check out that bear website and learn some more bear. about mushrooms. Bear.org. So, the Detective Kanawaki says that this case is very similar to the uh, Sankabetsu brown bear incident. And I looked up the Wikipedia page for the Sankabetsu brown bear incident. And they seem nothing alike other than they have like a... <laughs> a bear. Yeah. So this was the worst bear attack in Japanese history. Where yeah. it killed seven uh, settlers in a Japanese town in 1915 after a large brown bear woke up from hibernation and then attacked several houses in that area. Which has absolutely nothing similar here. (laughs) Yeah, because Jubei is regarded as a heroine in this. Yeah. He saved Saika or Saiki or whatever his name is. Saika. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing of, like similar about these two. <laughs> I was like, well, where did they come up with this? This is why I look it up rather than just going by the one <laughs> Detective Ken. This Ricky. is the, a famous occurrence and there was a bear involved. So, obviously, it's the same thing. Therefore, it's the same. Oh, wow. In 1957, in uh, India... There was the sloth bear of Mysore, who was an unusually aggressive Indian sloth bear, and it killed 12 people. Wow. It was then killed by Kenneth Anderson, 
who described it in his memoirs, man eaters and jungle killers. So lots of bears. So you got the sloth bear and like presumably the tiger on the next page. You wouldn't think a sloth bear would be killing people. No, I'm, I mean, I, you would think that it actually had some attributes of its sloth side and he would be too slow Aww. for that kind of stuff. There's the uh, Sri Lankan sloth bear. It's a little bit smaller. Aww. Like, can I, can one carry it on their back? I mean, how big is your back? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Probably not big enough for a Sri Lankan sloth bear. Let's see. They are typically, I don't know, it's talking about skull links. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, Is it like the size of a koala? Because, you know, we in Australia have <laughs> Come on, Colleen. Alright. Um, so what'd you think about this episode? Uh, I thought it was a really strong two-parter. Um, again, like we talked about, unexpected ending, which kind of is bad. <laughs> like, it really proves to be bad on my part, because... I knew that Saika had a big role in this episode, but I didn't think that he was actually the murderer. Um, and I'll be honest, like this whole backstory with him and uh, Jubei kind of got me in the feels. And um, later on, like, you know, this, the whole idea of like him possibly not ever seeing her again and like sort of the uncertainty of their fate, the bears, I mean. And, like, with the cub, one of the cubs being killed. Like, all of that kind of got me emotional. I'm, I get pretty sensitive when it comes to animals being hurt or killed. So, yeah, it was, um, I got a little teary-eyed, I will admit. But, yeah, it, it was overall a, a very, um, enjoyable episode to watch. So, sloth bears can weigh from 121 to 231 pounds. They're medium sized. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be carrying one. <laughs> uh, they're two to three feet high at the shoulder and have a body length from uh, about four foot seven inches to six foot three. So, yeah, they're not that small. <laughs> I'm like the size of a sloth bear. <laughs> <laughs> On the smaller end, obviously. There you have it. Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> the size of a sloth bear. Well, um, yeah, I thought this was a really good episode. Um, I thought the whole story of Psycho was a very surprising twist and one that was um, very satisfying. I like the development between Hybera and Mitsuhiko. I thought that was a fun element. I like her, you know, making sure that he falls back for Ayumi by the end. What a sweetheart Hybera is. Which kind of, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but that sort of puts Genta in a bad position because he, he could have, you know, been with Ayumi. So I bet it kind of ruined Genta's life. Oh, come anyway. on. <laughs> Ayumi will get to choose whoever she wants to be with. And it probably yes, won't be one of those two that. losers. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Sorry for interrupting. Um, But yeah, I thought it was a really enjoyable um, episode. Like I said, I was dead sad thinking Kiyoshi was the killer and then he just F's <laughs> off for the whole episode and is gone but uh, yeah I thought it was a really exciting episode so because, oh wow did 
Did you know you can advertise on the Detective Conan world, Wiki? <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say advertise on Baird.org. <laughs> oh, bro, we're going to advertise the hell out, out on the Wiki now. Okay. There we go. <laughs> it only took three years to figure that out. Well, they're out. like, 14 cents, your ad could be here. I got 14 cents, you know what I mean? <laughs> Show me this. Like, I can't wait to see it. No offense to a fun, bouncy fantasy series, Smoke, Fur, and Stone, but I think we got something. <laughs> I think we're more topical. <laughs> yeah, for the Detective Human World Rookie. All right, so that's good to know. Finally, a way to find... Mental note. Dorks. All right, so <laughs> yeah, I thought this was a really great episode. Um, and next time we're gonna cover the mysterious retro room case. Although this was, I do not believe what they showed at the end of the episode. Like, it's really random. Like, what gets previewed next on these? Because sometimes yeah, it gets like jumbled some... at one point. Yeah. Um, and the Conan's hint is mace spray. I remember the one I saw was like tied, and I was like, this is not adding up. <laughs> But remember that, Colleen. May spray. I always remember the hints. You know me. Alright. Um, Colleen, <laughs> why don't you uh, say the thing and we'll get on out of here. Alright. Thanks everyone for listening. And remember, one truth always prevails.